Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. So happy to have you along. Folks, listen to me. Uh, China, China capitalized on everything, including a global digital currency called Tether. And go figure, Tether. One dollar equals one Tether. That is no coincidence as they try to capitalize and corner really the global digital currency markets and how Tether is tied to China. We're going to talk about that We're also going to talk about the war in Israel and how this benefits who else but China, Russia, Iran, this access of evil. And we've also got very good news. Stinchfield, Stinchfield's army making waves in Congress. Finally, we're getting some investigation into Sequoia and even Vanguard, uh, the big financial companies uh, about sending money, American dollars, back to the CCP to funds all kinds of nefarious programs. So we're going to talk about all these things today uh, with the new federal state of China. So right now, let's get the party started, folks. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, it's so great to be here. Of course, my guest is Nicole Tsai. Whenever we have the new federal state of China with us, the organization trying to take down the CCP, and I believe uh, an organization will ultimately be successful on that, it would come a lot quicker, Nicole, if only lawmakers would just listen to us. You, me, Miles Guao, Steve Bannon. We got the whole situation solved. Just decouple from China. It would all be over, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And so I want to commend your wonderful audiences, the Stanchfield Army. You are making great positive differences. I know two weeks ago we talked about why the Congress hasn't started the probing into Sequoia. And now yesterday we saw the um, Select Committee on Chinese Communist Party chaired by uh, uh, Congressman Michael Gallagher and his uh, you know, Democratic uh, counterpart have announced big statement and they're going to launch a, a, a in-depth inquiry into Sequoia. So our work cannot stop because every day the CCP has been, you know, acting very aggressively on global scale, threatening the American way of life. So keep it, keep up your good work. Yeah, well, uh, a lot of it, uh, of course, Nicole, is thanks to you and the new federal state of China for keeping us informed on all of this stuff. Um, one of the big pieces of news Speaking of of things going on is, of course, this war in Israel. How does China play into it and how does Russia play into all of this? Well, we saw um, just recently Xi Jinping goes and meets with, oh, I got a big audio. Hold on one second. Um, Xi Jinping goes and meets with Vladimir Putin, as you can see them there. Uh, on the screen if you're watching live on on all the platforms. So, Nicole, this meeting between Xi Jinping, what was it, uh, 150 different countries, 20 heads of state that are here. Um, What does this mean for the United States and what's going on there? This is a very dangerous meeting for U.S. and our Western uh, allies because remember, the last meeting Putin had she with uh, had with she was last year February, just weeks before uh, Russia started the invasion in Ukraine, and for that for for this time their meeting was all about Middle East and um, you know uh, they want to create a new world order. Mm. Nicole, new world 
order that is to substitute America's dominant power and our Western allies. And uh, so they had a like three hour behind the door closed meeting. No one uh, knew what they were talking about, but Putin said they talk about uh, the war in uh, Gaza and they talk about the Ukrainian war. And right after this closed door meeting, uh, Putin came out and told the reporters in Beijing that he just ordered uh, a fighter jet with hypersonic missile to conduct round the clock uh, patrol in the Black Sea to monitor the situation in Middle East. So think about that. And that's Russia getting involved, racketing up the tension and the military conflict in yeah. Middle East. Not good news. The, the, this is, uh, you know, not just from you. Bloomberg was reporting that uh, Putin said after these talks that he'd ordered these MiG-31 aircraft armed with Kinzhal missiles that have a range of more than 1,000 kilometers at a speed of Mach 9 to conduct permanent missions over the neutral waters of the Black Sea. Well, all of a sudden, those neutral waters don't become so neutral when you have MiGs patrolling them, uh, literally just upping the tension on the global stage between those countries that believe in freedom and those countries that don't. And you have to worry. It's just I'm not worried that Russia is going to attack a United States uh, destroyer or an airplane, but the potential for mistakes, the potential for escalation, all of this increases when these exercises start to happen. And I think that's exactly what Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin want. Absolutely. And also in a very rare uh, footage uh, displayed by the Russian state uh, media showing um, Putin was walking into the Great Hall of People in Communist China. They were showing two officers um, carrying uh, Russia's nuclear briefcase. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that Putin never traveled without those briefcase, but it's very rare that they want to show to the world. And they were showing that he's carrying, his officers were carrying the brave, the nuclear briefcases when they were visiting Beijing. And I also want to comment, not just the military, um, you know, uh, influence, they're trying to influence Americans, friends and allies in Middle East, because we know Secretary Blinken, he was traveling tirelessly. I gave him great, you know, big credit for doing so. He traveled, uh, you know, like uh, 11 countries or, you know, over the past uh, you know, several days. Yeah. And, but, you know, Saudi's crown prince made him wait for hours. Yeah. And a, a, a show of disrespect. And before that, uh, you know, showing of disrespect, Saudi's crown prince got a call from CCP's foreign minister of, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, foreign relations uh, minister Wang Yi telling him that uh, Israel's uh, self-defense has gone beyond the reasonable level. Yeah. I mean, I mean, our friend with seventy-year partnership with America, Saudi, is now siding with the CCP. You know, Nicole, I have come to the conclusion now that this trip from Joe Biden was not about showing support for Israel, as even many of my fellow conservative commentators believe it was. When you look at what happened with this trip to Israel, it served as a diversion for Hamas. Israel now could not invade Gaza because you can't when you have a U.S. president, what we would say in theater, in the war zone. That's going to have to be delayed. Uh, there's talk of humanitarian aid going to Gaza, the world pressure from the United States 
put on Israel to delay going into Gaza. Then you talk about the disrespect from the Saudi crown prince, add in Jordan and Egypt canceling a meeting. So the, 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 the Jordanian leader cancels a meeting with Joe Biden. Um, that's disrespectful, seeing that in 2021, we gave $2 billion to Jordan. I would think if America wants to meet with you, you better open the doors because we're paying you to open the doors. And on top of this, Nicole, Jordan and Egypt say we're not going to take any Palestinian refugees. Well, my fellow conservative commentators, what do they do? They jump to the conclusion, you see, Jordan and and Egypt, they know that there are terrorists in there and they don't want them to be blown up in their own country. That's not what this is about. That's a very basic, easy way to try to make it work in America's favor of why we need to close our borders, which we do. You know what this is about? This is about Egypt and Jordan helping Hamas. They basically are saying, we're not going to take anybody. You use these people as human shields. You're going to leave them there. You'll use them as human shields. And guess what? Israel now will be, uh, you know, enemy number one on the world stage because, uh uh-oh, there's collateral damage and they can't go after Hamas. This is not about support for Israel. Nothing is ever what it seems, not in the United States, certainly not in the Middle East, Nicole. Grant, I fully agree with your analysis. I mean, U.S. has has been spending billions of dollars of providing aid to those countries in Middle East. And the CCP has been given those countries that trap. And now they're shutting doors. They're canceling the meetings with our secretary of the state. And they're, you know, opening lines uh, for CCP's foreign minister to tell them what they need to do. And, you know, what's most pathetic is not about those countries in the Middle East, about, but about members of our own Congress and about insurrection in the Capitol Hill and about our own mainstream media taking the lies from Hamas propaganda and start, uh, you know, hating the Jews and uh, attacking Israel's self-defense. And I think that's more troubling than what's happening in Middle East. You know, Nicole, this is how smart China is. You know how President Trump gets criticized when he says that our enemies are smart. He got criticized when he said these Hezbollah terrorists are smart. I I hate to break the news to everybody. China is very smart. Look at the United States. We give billions of dollars to Jordan. They shut the doors in our faces. We're giving money now to Palestine. It's controlled by Hamas, $100 million. That's going to be used for terrorism. This this chart you gave me of the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative, which is basically giving money to all these countries, but they're not giving it. See, America gives the money with absolutely zero strings attached. There's no worries. You take the money. You do what you want. China gives this money, Nicole. This map is of Chinese money all across Europe and Asia. There are plenty of strings attached, aren't there? Absolutely. And that's why people call this Belt and Road Initiative debt trap, because many countries are now, you know, being indebted to the CCP. And that's why they have, you know, leased their ports and their railroad and critical infrastructure to CCP uh, for 99 years. So I call it uh, CCP's global colonization project. To the country, America, you know, we're a very generous country. We've been providing billions of dollars of, of aid, you know, economic incentive to those countries with no attachment of any unconditional help, but we don't have a friend, you know, in Middle East. 
And now our uh, diplomatic personnel in those Middle Eastern countries are facing great danger because there are mobs and protests. They're trying to, to burn American embassies and threatening uh, our people's safety. Yeah. So I think this is a truly a horrific failure of the U.S. foreign policy. Yeah. And that's why we need Trump. We need Trump to restore our strength. We, we sure do. A couple of things. We didn't even talk about this before coming on, but a couple of thoughts. Yesterday, Joe Biden, the Biden administration, the White House, tweets out a picture of him meeting Delta Force members. He tweets out this picture with their faces exposed. These are Delta Force members. This is the highest of the high. This is like bigger than SEAL Team 6. They take down the tweet an hour later after only hundreds of thousands of people have had the ability to see it. Then, I don't know if you heard, inside the Pentagon, the chief of staff to the comptroller of the Pentagon worked for Qatar, the the country, the Middle Eastern country, for the ambassador, directly worked for that nation. That nation right now is harboring Hamas terrorists. How do you call yourself an ally of the United States when you're harboring terrorists? And the Biden administration hires this woman to go into one of the highest levels of, of the Pentagon. I'm not saying she's good or bad, but it seems to me that these are problems. These are my basketball coach used to say, take care of the little things and the big things will take care of themselves. This administration doesn't take care of either, Nicole. Yeah, it's very sad. You know, uh, fortunately, they uh, deleted that tweet, but already there are hundreds of probably millions of people have already seen those uh, photos. And the other thing is that you don't show weakness on a, on such a mission critical trip. And uh, while, you know, they were there, uh, you know, Joe Biden was there. He said, America is worried, is worried. I mean, it's not going to help because that just played, you know, the, the CCP and Russian and Iran, and uh, they're going to be happy to when you start displaying your weakness and the vulnerability, emotional weakness. You know, we need to show our strength. Yeah. We need to be there to give people the, you know, the sense of strength. Well, there's no way this frail old dementia patient of a president is going to show strength on any world stage. Uh, much less even here at home. And, and we know he's got an address from the Oval Office tonight. We'll see how that goes. Um, I did want to ask you, uh, because over the weekend, when this attack first happened from Hamas into Israel, uh, you sent me uh, some very specific intelligence that uh, Miles Gua wanted to get out, the founder of the new federal state of China. This was uh, from insiders inside the Chinese Communist Party that risked their lives literally to get this information out about what Israel may face if they go into Hamas. Why don't you break down some of that for us? Absolutely. You know, the good news is that uh, the outcome, the most desired outcome is the delay of the ground, um, you know, operation into Gaza. And it already happened. And to our greatest relief because we did not want the uh, IDF come into Gaza and incur great casualty uh, for the Israeli people and also the civilians, uh, the Palestinian uh, civilians. So this intel, uh, you know, was an early warning to the uh, Israeli armed forces that, you know, this is a trap. Hamas has laid a trap for IDF to come into Gaza. And once they're inside Gaza, the underground, you know, uh, that, you know, has already many weapons. They'll start uh, striking uh, uh, Israel with Lebanon's Hezbollah, you know, striking from the north. And uh, so they have 
got unlimited、uh, amount of ammunition and stockpiles to drain Israel. And、uh, so I think this is a very important、uh, intel. And、uh, Mao Zedong said he already gave this to some, you know, authorities in the U.S. And I'm sure that、uh, in to Israel and UK, both the、uh, former spy chief、uh, of Mossad and also the、uh, UK's MI6 have also confirmed this intelligence. And that's why we saw the delay of this ground. Um, uh, invasion because we have to think about it.、Uh, you know, we have to you know make sure that we're not hurting ourselves、right. and we're not doing this to satisfy our enemy. One of the things Nicole that he talked about, Miles did was、uh, what we would call IEDs. We all remember them from Iraq and Afghanistan days on the side of the road, improvised explosive devices. Many of them are plates. You go over them, the plate releases, and then the bomb goes off. What Miles was saying was that they now have remote-controlled IEDs that are stronger, heavier than we've ever seen before, dubbed as super bombs, which is frightening. And then he talked about advanced weaponry never seen before. Has there been any more intelligence on what that may entail? This advanced weaponry that he was talking about. Well, we already know that in the CCP state、um, uh, media, a factory in Shandong Province, they were boasting that、uh, they were providing upgraded, advanced weapon for Hamas, and it's only in Chinese. And they were very, you know, they were boasting that they're the ones who provide the weapon. And also,、uh, I saw that back in 2019,、uh, in an investigative report by. The Jerusalem Post also found the Chinese engraving of the Chinese character、uh, printed、uh, in the Hamas、uh, artillery. So that says that the CCP is behind、um, Hamas, and we already know that you know they got Iran's back, and、uh, and that's why all the sanctions that America has placed on Iran and Russia. Has not been effective because the isolation just pushed them closer to the CCP. And after the Ukrainian war、uh, broke out, the、um, the CCP's、uh, trade with Russia has surged by thirty percent, and now more than one third、yeah. of Russian oil are being bought by by China.、Oh. And also two days ago, Russians.、Um, Finance minister、um, openly admitted in in their in their budget meeting to their Congress that、uh, we are very grateful to China who produced almost all of our drones, but we need to be self reliant. So it was in that meeting he admitted that all of、uh, Russian's drones were from China, and also. Likewise, Iran. I mean, and that's why they're so loyal to the CCP. It's because, for very pragmatic reasons, they got economic benefits, weapon, and ideological, you know, political support. And so that's why this whole formation of the new、uh, axis of evil is really dangerous for America. And we really need to have very strong leadership to put very solid and robust foreign policy in place to deter these enemies. So this is uh, uh, very important because you follow the money, and the money is really tells the whole story. So Russia starts to get infused with cash as the price of oil goes up. The price of oil goes up because America is no longer energy independent. Who's buying Russian oil? China's buying the Russian oil. Same goes for Iran. Do you know Iran's、uh, total revenues before 
Biden took office was about $8 billion. It's not a lot of money for a country the size of Iran. That's why they were struggling. As soon as Biden takes office, he lifts the sanctions. Their revenues are now $90 billion. We had peace in the Middle East under Trump because the money wasn't there for them to fund it. It could be, we could claim all we want about Trump's a strong president. He most certainly was. But when they don't have the money to go on the march, that makes it very difficult for them as well. Uh, But I want to get back to something you said because this is really important. Do you truly believe that China directly gave Hamas or is giving Hamas weapons? Because my initial assessment would be China's not going to want to get their hands that dirty in a mess like this because they like to keep a squeaky clean nose and, you know, be the provocateur, the quiet provocateur, as I said last week. If they are actually actively giving terrorist organizations like Hamas weapons, to me, that's a total game changer. And the possibility of conflict between the United States, meaning military conflict, gets upped tenfold. Well, the CCP is never an honest regime. And so they always use proxies. They uh, they use white gloves and black gloves. They use other bad actors to conduct their business on behalf of them. And then they will appear to be self-righteous. And so that's why, you know, I think yesterday the Treasury uh, Department announced sanction uh, of like uh, Chinese nationals and the company inside China who have been selling, you know, uh, you know, a weapon or defense system to Iran. And that company is based in Hong Kong. And likewise, the CCP has penetrated uh, globally. And that's why they have proxies and they have actors spread all over the world. So they don't have to do it, the dirty work on their own, because they want to appear to be a impartial peace broker. And that's why uh, yesterday they have announced they will send an envoy, a diplomat to Middle East to broker a peaceful resolution to the conflict. So they always try to appear to be a world leader. And that's why uh, Putin praised Xi while they were meeting in Beijing that uh, Xi Jinping is a real world leader. And remember, they have already announced the uh, no limits partnership weeks before uh, Russia's in- invasion of Ukraine. So this uh, conflict in Middle East uh, alongside with the Ukrainian war has definitely pushed uh, you know, Xi and Putin together much closer than before. Uh, to me, it is uh, it is not a good sign where where relations are going on just about every front across the globe, uh, and we can we can literally blame this president at the United States for for what is happening here. Um, the other thing that China is doing, and I want to switch gears just a little bit, is talk about Tether. Now, I'm no expert in cryptocurrency, but I do know Tether is one form of cryptocurrency. I found it very ironic, and I don't think it is a coincidence that Tether's value is one Tether, one dollar. And the company says, no matter what the price is on the market, we'll give you one dollar for it. Well, that to me tells you they're trying to replace the U.S. dollar there. Let me play this little uh, clip for you. It's a pretty good explainer, so I'm going to play this, and then I want to get your assessment on what China is doing with Tether and what the main goal is here. Listen. According to Reuters report on October 16, 2023, cryptocurrency issuer Tether has been found to have wallets directly funding terrorism and warfare in Israel and Ukraine. Tether is a currency of choice for terrorist financing. 
Who's behind Tether and what is Tether's end goal? Let's heed the warning by Miles Gua. Tether is 100% controlled by Ma Mingjer and Lufax, as well as the global financial institutions controlled by Wang Chishan and Wall Street. Do you know what's even more outrageous about Tether? Tether digital currency was a financial instrument, and when you put it all together, what they're really doing globally is pushing for the internationalization of the digital Chinese currency. That's why Tether introduced a stablecoin. Its stablecoin is meant to substitute for the US dollar, preparing for the decoupling of CCP from the US economy. It's not designed for small investors to make money, it's for CCP to hedge against risk. Do you really think a place where the evil regime hedges its bets is a safe haven for ordinary people, especially when it involves Wang Chishan and Lufax? You know, Nicole, what's so interesting is to hear Miles talk. And now that was obviously filmed a while back. And we just talked about the meeting between Xi Jinping and Putin. And you know what they both vowed to do? They vowed to do what we've been calling for. We want to decouple from China. They just said, we want to decouple from the United States. They want to decouple from us. This is like when you're with a boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, I didn't break up with you. You broke up with me. Or no, I didn't. You broke up with me. This is craziness. And now Tether, what's the end game here? Well, the end game is very evident. And now the CCP, you know, through its road and belt initiative, they have, you know, uh, captured more than 150 countries across uh, Southeast Asia, Middle East, Central Asia, and Europe and Latin America. So they're forming the so-called Global South. And they're separating this block from America and our Western allies. So they're going to decouple from us. And they're going to make Chinese currency as the, you know, the dominant currency. And that is to replace the U.S. dollar. And so that's why in the future, uh, you know, if we start sanctioning, uh, you know, on Iran or Russia or any other bad actors, we're going to be totally ineffective because they don't need us. Our, our, this SWIFT system will not will not work because they have formed their own new global financial order. So not only they're trying to form a new world order politically and geopolitically, but also financially. And so that's why it it is more threatening uh, to, uh, to America's national security because, you know, we need U.S. dollar to be strong. We need our, our country to be strong, to deter those bad actors. Look, they've, basically set up a system where they say that the tether, no matter what the price goes to, they'll always pay the dollar, right? So that has to be China saying, well, we'll we'll front that cost, right, to make sure that we take over American currency. Well, the markets see that. So if you're buying tether, you you know that it doesn't – it's not going to go down because there's an Mm -hmm. artificial – there's an artificial floor, which is the dollar, that if you have faith that China can actually pay it off – I'm not sure they could pay it off totally if it totally went broke. So this currency, I'm looking at Tether. It just constantly stays right around the dollar. It doesn't even move, which then tells me the whole thing is literally a replacement to the dollar that is ultimately controlled by China. And so it is no secret that they would love to take the U.S. dollar and give that the boot to the global currency because typically it had been the global currency, but it is losing market share on that front. Well, your analysis 
spot on. I mean, that is the CCP's end goal to replace the U.S. dollar. And also remember, uh, digital cu uh, currency, the, the nature about this form of payment is P2P, meaning that if you're paying me or I'm paying you, only the two of us are aware of this. No one else mm -hmm. has the knowledge. So that's a way to escape the U.S. like a long arm jurisdiction and sanction because it's all private, you know, peer to peer. And that's why this kind of, uh, uh, you know, the CCP controlled Wall Street backed uh, crypto, uh, cryptocurrency system become a perfect vehicle uh, for bad actors to fund the, uh, the you know, the war crimes yeah. uh, in, you know, to support Iran, to support Hamas. And that's why it's hard for us to trace you know, because they're not shipping the goods. They're not doing the things in the traditional way. And then there's no way for us to monitor and provide so uh, oversight. Yeah. I would offer up that America is trying to do somewhat of the same thing that China is doing with this centralized digital currency that's going to come out of the Federal Reserve. They want a currency to compete with Bitcoin. See, America hates Bitcoin because just what you said, it's peer-to-peer. -peer. There's no way for them to trace that, track that. There's no way for them to go in and seize it. This centralized digital currency that the United States wants to institute, they would have a way to track it and seize it. It's basically electronic serial numbers on things. I'd be shocked if the CCP didn't have a way to do this with Tether. Well, you really are spot on because that's why a lot of country and a lot of people do not want to be controlled by central federal reserve. And that's why they find the P2P controlled by the CCP or the Wall Street is safer for, yeah. for them. And that's why they got so many, uh, uh, users, but people don't know that, you know, it's just, you know, it's also controlled by a small percentage of the bad actors mm -hmm. and their interest is not for the small people, you know, the ordinary investors, but to use it for money laundry, funding war crimes and to, to establish the deep state. Yeah. And so I think that we have to be very careful about this kind of uh, crypto uh, currency system. Yeah, I, I, I agree, but I also have mixed, I don't put any money in Bitcoin. I tried that game and I, I ended up losing. Of course, I'm the guy that buys Bitcoin before it goes to 65,000. And then, you know, I sell it when it goes down. So here's Good my for story. you. You sell it, you make money. Uh, here's what I do. I buy Bitcoin, I don't know, like three, four years ago at $12,000. Nicole, yeah. it instantly goes to 3000 And I said, what in the world did I do? I bought the stupid currency. It goes to 3000 It gets back up to eight or $9,000. i am out. I said, I'm out. Well, from there, it goes all the way to 65000 You protect 000. your investment. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It just is not the game for me. But, um, but I don't want government to shut it down because government wants to replace it with the, with the cryptocurrency that they can track. You know what the original cryptocurrency is? The original gold. Gold's the original cryptocurrency. Can't track gold. You and yeah. I could trade it. They're not going to know. I can hide yeah. it. You know, MidasGoldGroup.com. They're, they're with me all the time. I love the guys at Midas Gold Group. <laughs> um, I, so I'm a still big believer in gold, you know, and especially gold-backed stable coin because we have to go back to the traditions and, you know, 
it's time tested, time honored for so, you know, and now we have a central government who wants to control um, everything about everybody. It's like big prison. And so, and that's why over 1 billion, you know, uh, you know, surveillance cameras around the world, more than half of them are in China and, and people in China, even if you want to buy a kitchen knife, you have to register your face, your fingerprint to make sure that you're not doing anything crazy. Yeah. The opposite of, uh, of freedom. Um, before I let you go, I do want to talk about the situation. We talked briefly about Sequoia. You and I had called for congressional investigations into Sequoia a couple weeks ago on the Real America's Voice show. Lo and behold, uh, Steve Bannon's been on board with that. A few of us have been pushing. Congress gets involved. Now they're also saying, hey, Vanguard, the big giant fund that so many of us have retirement savings in. They say Vanguard is, is funding many of these CCP causes. I'm going to play a clip for you put out by um, Representative Gallagher, who's on the uh, uh, Chinese, uh, uh, the, the committee investigating the CCP uh, in the United States Congress. Let's watch that and then I'll get your response. Are your savings funding the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese military? Over the summer, I launched bipartisan investigations into Wall Street and Silicon Valley firms funneling Americans' retirement savings into Chinese companies blacklisted by the U.S. government. We found hundreds of millions of dollars going into Chinese companies that build aircraft carriers and stealth fighter jets for China's military and designed the Orwellian surveillance tools the CCP uses to facilitate its human rights abuses and genocide. A new report from Coalition for a Prosperous America shows just how widespread the problem is. The report looks at asset management giant Vanguard, the company that manages trillions of dollars in the savings of millions of Americans. If you wanna be shocked, examine just one of Vanguard's flagship emerging markets funds, 60 subsidiaries of Chinese military industrial complex companies, 56 subsidiaries of Chinese military companies operating in the US to support the PLA. 20 companies that are prohibited from using American technology because of their ties to the PLA. Eight companies that use Uyghur forced labor and many more developing quantum, AI, and semiconductors for the PRC. Many of these companies are creating weapon systems that may be targeting American service members as we speak. Vanguard is directing American savings to fund our own potential destruction. God forbid there's ever a Taiwan Strait conflict where weapons that Vanguard underwrote are used against American men and women in uniform. And President Biden's recent executive order on outbound investment does nothing to stop this. It's up to Congress to pass legislation. We need to send a message. We are not going to enable genocide. You're placing our partners in the region in mortal peril, and you're putting American service members' lives at risk. Stop funding the Chinese Communist Party's military and human rights abuses. Well, it's a great message, Nicole. I played the whole clip because it's just one after the other, from the Uyghurs to the human rights abuses to funding military to the AI to everything that they're going to use against America. And we are here. We have one of the biggest companies with American retirement savings in it, all funding our enemy. Absolutely. American people's money should not be funding our own demise or the destruction of American way of life. And earlier we talked about Moscow's uh, intel about Hamas holding unlimited amount of you know weapons and like never seen before advanced weapons. I mean, this is not a, like, you know, state of art militant group. You know, they got it from Iran. They got it from the CCP and probably Russia. And where did those countries get money? Well, it's American people who have been enriching and funding their modernization of their national defense uh 
uh, system. So that's why I think, you know, uh, Congressman Gallagher's message is so powerful because Vanguard has more than 50 million American in, uh, investors, myself included. When I used to work for the pr uh, private uh, sector, my 401k is in, invested in all, you know, the index funds provided by Vanguard and almost all the you know, Wall Street banks, they have ties with the CCP. And so, but consumers have not, nothing to do with it because we cannot make a choice. It's, it's in that index fund. But what we can do is to call our elected officials, call our congressmen or congresswomen and senators and urge them to regulate these yeah. Wall Street, uh, warmongers and stop our funding being funneled unwittingly to, uh, you know, to fund the terrorist group and uh, to destroy our own way of life. Well, we, we know that that works. And that's where Stinshield's army comes in. Yeah. And uh, so many great patriots across the country that are actively taking an engaged an engaged stance and posture to call members of Congress to try to get them to look into this. Uh, and it's where the new federal state of China comes in as well. Without many of the information that we get from you and your whistleblowers inside China that risk their lives to get us this information, uh, I don't think we'd see Congress even taking the small steps that they're taking now without that. So a, a huge thanks to you, Nicole Tsai, and, uh, and the new federal state of China, and Miles Guao, who's made so many sacrifices to uh, to help the world be a better place, really, by taking down the CCP. Uh, so God bless all of you. And Nicole, I appreciate you coming on today. And thank you so much. And we're always grateful to this country who have adopted us and who allowed us to fight the CCP. And we're all in this together. And thank you so much for having us. Absolutely, Nicole. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Stinchfield. Don't forget, you can... Follow me everywhere at Stinchfield1776. GrantStinchfield.com is the website. Uh, all the episodes are there. You can always replay them there. Rumble, we're, we're on Facebook now. Facebook has been taking off, man. I mean, taking off. So that is very, very cool. Getter and uh, all, all the platforms. So it has been an absolute great and a pleasure to serve Stinchfield's Army. Thanks to all of you, Stinchfield's Army Rolls. We'll see you on the Real America's Voice Show tonight, 7 p.m., Eastern time. So long, folks.